What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode two. This is Dave. This is JJ. And we're fighting for justice. Yeah, so on today's episode, we're going to hop right in. We got to get right into it. Will Smith and Chris Rock. That's the first one. <laughs> That's what we getting into. All right, people. So here's the thing. Um, I was watching this um, earthquake comedian, mm-hmm. and he was suggesting, he's like, look, Will Smith should have been uh, arrested, and he should have, <clears throat> and he should, um, Chris Rock should sue him civilly. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe. I actually think he should. This kind of a problem with our society. Like, look. Will broke the rules, and there must be consequences when the rules get broke. All right? Like, I think that a big part of a problem, right, is that everybody loves freedom of speech. Everybody loves it. Yeah, until you get punched until in the face. Until somebody says some shit that you don't like. Well, let me ask you this. You want him to sue. What are his damages? Um, I would say his damages. What, one dollar? <laughs> His, da- well, I mean, his, his damage would be the slap to the face, right? Like, that's a physical damage. It's not, though. It's not. It's not going to be worth millions of dollars, though. I, I would... mean, it's an intentional tort. We understand. He hit him. It's an assault. And that's where it ends. What's he going to get a dollar to prove? What's he going to... This isn't Johnny Depp. He doesn't have to prove he got hit in the face. Right. No. I... So, we on, <laughs> on national television, right? Like, there are... We saw this happen. He got hit. Now... Like, do I think you should go to jail? No. No, that's stupid. But probation, yeah. You can't put your hands on people. I agree. I agree. Right? Like, you can't. There has to be consequences. And a lot of people get mad, and they're right, because we treat celebrities differently. And if anybody else said, like, you know what I mean? If me and you got into it and then slapped somebody on national television, like, we would get in trouble for that. We would get charged. Exactly. sure. Right. And, And Will should be charged. And as much as I... Hate to say that way, but like, there have to be consequences for your actions. Well, yeah, look at it this way too. I mean, you know, I heard Chris Rock didn't want to press charges, but we also know that the, listen, like they don't have evidence. They don't need him as a witness to say he got hit. Exactly. There's a video that anybody <clears throat> can get. So I mean, the whole world saw it. So right. And so here's another. So let's talk about that. So a lot of people um, believe that it is up to you, right, to press charges. Let's say you and I get into a fight and I call the police. The police show up and I say, you know, no, I don't want to press charges. Yes, I or yes, I do want to press charges. Sure. It's not really up to us. Once the police show up, they decide on whether or not they are going to press charges after they've heard both of this, you know, both sides of the story and they may look at us right and let's say you beat the shit out of me and so i've got the black eye and all the you know the, the bloody face mm-hmm. and they're gonna say okay we're gonna arrest you mr strenfell yeah, and based i may on the say evidence. right i may say i don't want him to go to jail it's cool yeah they're gonna say oh well the only thing Sometimes. that you could do is the only choice you have is a lie to him or to not call him in the first place well look at it this way if they show up and that you don't say we got into a fight, and you just say, you know what, I did this myself. They can't press charges, right? Correct. They can't. I mean, they can assume you're lying, right, without your statement. But otherwise, if you call them and say, Dave just beat the shit out of me, get over here, and as soon as they get there, you say, Dave beat the shit out of me. All they need to do is look at you, and 
you could say, you know what, I don't want them to get in trouble. And they'll say, yeah, well, we'll deal with that in court. Correct. Right. Right. And that's why I didn't like the whole thing where Chris Rock didn't file a report. I was like, listen, man, this isn't, <laughs> this wasn't behind closed doors, you know? Right. There's we all a, saw the whole this world happen. saw it. So the fact that he doesn't want to press charges <laughs> is really just another special treatment for everybody. Right. Because uh, normal people don't get that no. courtesy usually. And right? you know, Chris doesn't want to go through it, which is why he was like, I don't want to go through this, but that still doesn't work for normal people. They'd be like, okay, you don't want to go through this, but it's our job to enforce the laws. So let's kind of talk that through. Cause like what I think a lot of people don't understand is that again, what usually winds up happening is once the police show up and charges are filed, right. Mm -hmm. And this happens mostly in domestic violence. So one party, they'll still be together or whatever the case may be. And girlfriend or the victim will say, doesn't want to press charges, right? Yeah, exactly. And what do they do? Yeah. They call the district attorney, they call the police, and they say, hey, look, I don't want to press charges. I don't want to go through with this. And 99 times out of 100, the prosecutor will say, we don't care. Exactly. We are going through with this. You need to come to court. Yeah. I've heard them tell people, you know, we are going to uh, get a warrant out for your arrest. Um, I actually had it today where a district attorney told me hey look i'm i'm gonna get a warrant out for the victim now guys can they get a warrant for for you yes sure now what does that warrant mean though right like i've never seen them actually arrest a victim now what i have seen them do is take that warrant and then go get you like if they can find you if they find you at work or if they find you um at home then with that warrant, that gives them the power to actually take you and bring you to court Mm -hmm. because that's all they really want. They want your body in court. They're not going to throw you in jail for being the victim. Um, So what people say is that, like, listen, if you don't want to be somewhere as an adult, just don't go. Now, I cannot tell you to ignore a subpoena, right? Subpoenas are of the court. And if you get a subpoena, technically you are supposed to follow that subpoena. Of course. Right. But as an adult, we all know you get to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So just because you get that subpoena doesn't mean that you actually have to show up to court or, well, you do have to show up to court, <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> but you, you know, you get to decide whether you want to do it or not. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't show up, what happens? Usually the case gets thrown out. Correct. I mean, I've I've never had them say they're going to get a warrant, but, you know, it's just depending on the prosecutor that's in court that day. But it's also right. insanity. You're going to arrest a victim who doesn't want to press charges? For what? For what are you going to, you're going to arrest them for violating a subpoena? You don't even arrest, you know, people in congressional hearings for violating a subpoena. Right. So you're going to represent somebody who doesn't want their husband, fiance, whatever, wife going to jail? It's insane. It is. So let's talk about... What I really want to get into, which is Deshaun Watson. Ah, man. I don't know much about it. I saw, here's what I'll say. I saw today that there was another lawsuit filed against him. Yeah, there are women coming out the woodworks now. And I have no doubt that there's probably 200 women out there that are probably happy with their payment arrangements mm-hmm. and are pretty good. Because it <laughs> seems to be that this guy likes to get massages with happy endings. Like, yeah. I mean, like that seems to be what he likes to do. Um, now there were two, uh, young ladies who came out and talked on, um, they were interviewed Mm -hmm. and the one lady essentially said like he, he was getting the massage. He let the towel drop. It was, it really wasn't a towel because I'm sure you've gotten massages before. They usually have either a sheet over you or like, 
um, or some kind of towel to cover up your private parts. Mm-hmm. They described Deshaun as having like essentially a wash rag. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't <clears throat> even really have a towel. So then he would let that wash rag fall to the ground and they would be like, they would go to get it and he would say, no, no, it's fine there. Yeah. Right. And then he would ask them, please, you know, rub this area, rub real close to his private. And both of them said, you know, he was hard at the time. And obviously, if he's naked, you can see. Yeah. Um, and so as they're rubbing, one girl even says that his dick touches her hand multiple times mm-hmm. and he ejaculates. He paid. Mm-hmm. Left. And now here are these allegations. Now sure. those are the two. Yeah, out of <clears throat> out of 70? a lot. Oh, right. So I don't I don't know <laughs> what the rest of them are claiming. Yeah. Um, but it I'm assuming it's probably somewhere in that same like massage this area. He let the towel. Now here's my here's my question. Should we be concerned of even in their own stories? All he actually did was ask them to do things, right? Like mm-hmm. Should that be a problem in our society? Shouldn't we have both parties who are there? He's not forcing them to do anything. He's not making them. He's not threatening them with anything beforehand. All he is saying is like, I want you to rub this area. I want you to give me, you know, sexual favors. He And a lot of them are saying they felt uncomfortable. And my direct question to them would be, well, why did you do it? Why didn't you stop? Yeah. And why, where have we come to in a society, as a society, where we have overcorrected again and we don't even put onus on people to speak? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about it, right? Because here's how I look at it. It's almost like the Cosby situation, you know what I mean? When you have 100 people saying the same thing. Now, the problem is, is I don't know what they said, right? Exactly. Well, and, the, I mean, Cosby's, Cosby's is much different because he was drugging a lot of them. Sure, sure. And then doing things to them. So they couldn't consent to the things that Cosby of was course. doing, right? I get it. But from the two that Deshaun has said, it's been him asking and them uncomfortably doing it. Yeah, so it's almost like they consented, but then <clears throat> revoked consent after the fact. Right. Like saying, like, I did it, but I didn't want to. But if nobody's forcing you to do something, it's kind of hard to say you got forced to do something. And now you're suing him for money, which I think is why the criminal aspect of it is like we're not going to. Well, that's the crazy part, you know, and you know how I tend to come down on this. I mean, it's no different than everything we've seen in. I mean, just everything, you know, voting challenges by Trump. You Mm -hmm. know, if you go into court and you present evidence and either a jury or a judge says, sorry, there's not enough here. Like at that point, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to think as a lawyer, right? Like they said that for Trump, there's no voter fraud. I tend to believe there's no voter fraud, right? You take a hundred allegations of the same thing and courts say, you know, there's nothing here. I mean, I'm a lawyer. I don't know what I'm supposed to think besides then there's nothing there, right? (laughs) Right. At least not criminal, but then at least on the civil side, I don't even know how you get somewhere on the civil side, right? Because really what you're looking for is a settlement now. Exactly. You don't want to go to court. Nobody ever wants to go to court. You just want money. Like, and if he pays you, you're just willing to go away, I guess. Okay. And then we take it one step further, which kind of blows my mind. And it almost like aggravates me because a lot of people keep saying it, that Deshaun Watson just signed a new contract with Cleveland Browns. I saw today, <clears throat> though, that they can void it. 
Of course they can. At any point, the well, contracts are there not was, guaranteed. Apparently there was yeah, but apparently there was a stipulation in there. Oh, I'm sure that they can get their money back. That if, if there was new allegations or something, they can immediately void his contract. <coughs> so he might, he might be in some financial trouble. <laughs> but, but here's my thing, though. <clears throat> so the one lady came on television, and they they played it all through Sports Center. Um, but essentially, she's like, you know, he signed. Now he's the highest paid quarterback. I think mm-hmm. it's somewhere it's over two hundred million something. Yeah. Um, it was a big one. Yeah, it was a huge contract. And she's saying. Oh well, I can't believe they're they're paying him after I told you know after I came out. It seems like uh, they're rewarding him for his bad behavior. And I'm like, you do know he's not being paid to molest you, right? He's being Man. paid because he's really good at this over here. Yeah. And my question to you <coughs> is also when when in America did we get to a point that if you have even if you've broken the law. The man can't work ever again. Apparently, I guess she'd be okay with him working at Wawa. Right, like you know that's, I mean? that's like, my I thing. I I don't think she would be saying that if he was a trash truck, you know, uh, driver, Which, or if he was like making less money. I think she's mad because she I mean, I was guess harassed I, I and she doesn't want him making millions. We treat all sports stars like public figures. You know what I mean? Which I think is wrong. They are paid employees just like everybody else on the planet, mm-hmm. right? They're not voted into office. You know, they don't, right. they don't get that kind of confirmation from the public, but we immediately make them public figures, right? Because they're on TV. Well, they're on TV because they're, you know, a tiny percentile of humans that get paid a shit ton of money to be good at what they do, right? And play sports. So that's my only guess, right? She's upset that, I guess, that people will look up to him and right that they'll revere him and but at the end of the day like it also doesn't make sense right like you can't just fire people from a job because you've accused him of something where no criminal court found conduct right was criminal at least but now you're suing him and if you know if we go on that standard like if what if we get sued for something that we do in our practice we shouldn't have jobs but could you imagine a world where someone came to your job and was like you know he sexually harassed me i he can't work here yeah. and they did that everywhere you went but and then at that point like so should he be homeless or should we kill him because like you have to work then it gets into the same thing and i know we're probably <coughs> going to talk about it next because they're almost related it's no different than johnny depp Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm assu- I'm hoping they have lawyers because they're suing. I would always advise very carefully of telling my clients, especially her, like if you're going to go on television and say these things, right, it, you better have very good evidence. Right. Because at the end of the day, if he does get fired and it costs him $200 million, you know, you're responsible for making those statements. Right. Now, here's right. the messed up part. In this kind of case, where it's not Johnny Depp, if he gets fired because of these comments, what's he going to sue her for two hundred million? Right, and she won't have because she doesn't have the We're money. I mean, Amber Heard doesn't even have the money to pay Johnny Depp. So, like, this woman's not going to have it, right? She's not in Aquaman, right? And I think that that kind of brings us to brings me to another point of like, I, I think the NFL is playing a very dangerous game because mm-hmm. the <clears> ever since now. the exactly ever since the Ray Rice situation, they have turned tried to turn themselves into like a semi law enforcement agency and they have no idea what to do in that field and they're playing with fire which is why they always get it wrong like absolutely just have a policy 
that basically says, if you make us look bad, here is the punishment. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to do for Deshaun Watson. They then because then they don't have to worry about is it even true? Like what's going on? We don't need to look into all that. Here's the reality. We have a product called the NFL. You are bringing bad light with all this drama. We are going to suspend you for eight games, period. See you in eight games. Now we can move on. But because they're trying to like act as if they're the police now, they're investigating and they're talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to throw him in jail if they find out information? Are they going to uh, like? Are they going to turn over the information to the police if they find not. out some stuff? And now they're in a weird area where like they don't belong. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Right? I don't. They don't handle anything correctly. <laughs> no, they don't. You know, Colin Kaepernick kneels, he gets fired, and they say, well, you, we, can, we can't do anything or whatever. I don't even know what they did. I don't really care. That's what I mean. They never consistently get anything right because they try to play a game of sometimes we're just owners and we get to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Right, and sometimes, oh, hey, now we're the moral police. So we, <laughs> right. where's the moral compass of society? Oh, well, this is no longer good. So we need to make a statement. Well, you don't need to make a statement because you're not. Again, you're not a government. You're you're not. You're yes. a private. You're <laughs> yes. private. I don't know what else to say. Yes. We don't Stay need you to make a statement out of the like the government area. Yeah, we don't. We need have you to make... people for this. They have these young ladies who, if he did something to them, they have rights. They can go to the police. They Correct. can press charges. They can file. They are exercising their rights. Absolutely. The NFL is worried about image. They're worried about which I you I know, can understand that. I mean, I understand <clears throat> that. I do. Right. I understand it. But it's also just. That's what I mean. But you're never, but you're never going to but it's also get everybody on the same page, regardless of what you do. It's stupid. If you get charged with a crime, cool. Any employer can fire you. Great. Right. Just because you're getting sued for something doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't mean anything. It's all financial. Like that's correct. So, you know, you may not like what he did, but if you win a Super Bowl, you'll like him. And I think that's kind because of <laughs> you'll make money. Right. That's kind of what people are missing is that the reason why the nfl always seems to never care is because the nfl is a business and they are in it to make money yeah it's only it always makes money yeah and it's only until you know society cares right they care right and it's just it is what it is and i actually heard i heard uh i think it was molly from uh first take she's like you know well maybe if there was a video then the nfl would care and do something and i'm like why are we putting the blame and the emphasis on the this is not actually the nfl's problem no it's also just like if there was a video he'd be in jail honestly i don't think so because it doesn't sound like he broke any laws but by that statement right she's saying if there was a video you're acting like this was some heinous crime great and if that's true and if if there was a video we wouldn't be having this conversation here's the thing if there's a video honestly and some of the things that they said were true it almost sounds like some of the women would have to go to jail for prostitution the same way he would have to go to jail for uh, soliciting a prostitute so like do you really want us to go down this road? Well, I was also, that's really what I was going to say. It's also just terrible <laughs> logic to assume that if there was a video, that it would support your story. Because exactly. what if the video showed that he did nothing? Then you would feel like an idiot. Right? What if there was 10 videos and it, that was his evidence? Look, here's the videos. I did nothing. Cool. There's a video. You just did this for two years and you said things. Now you look stupid. 
I think that, that just because <clears throat> everybody always just wants you know they want more. We need right. more. We need more. We need more of this. We need more of that. It's Here's always, the deal: that if their statements aren't good enough, how many clients have you had go to jail based on statements alone? Tons, right? <laughs> Tons. And it's not that you're a bad lawyer; it's that that is credible evidence, right? right. If the witness Correct. is credible and they're telling a story that makes sense, and you can't cross them, right? And you can't trip them up, and things make sense. People go to jail. Yeah, and I. Guys, this is something that is a misnomer, and the whole point of this is we need to be correcting information, and yes, a person's word is good enough to send your ass to jail. Absolutely. Point blank, period. If that person is believed, that's the important part. That's where we always talk about credibility, but evidence, people people always come to me like, oh, but there's no evidence. She said this, that, and the third. <coughs> it's just her word, like... There's no evidence of anything else. I'm that like, is yeah, the but evidence. that is the evidence. <laughs> like they don't need anything else. If no. this person, if I go to the cops and I say, you know, last year Dave punched me in my face 17 times, if people believe me, if Correct. a jury, a judge, a district attorney believe me, that in and of itself is enough to get you sent to prison. Absolutely. And I mean, we talk about it all the time, but you can look back at the Kavanaugh hearing, which blows my mind as an attorney because you have a Senate hearing where you're under oath, where you have a woman saying he sexually assaulted me. And really there's only two outcomes here, right? We believe her because that's good enough for court. Right. And we're mm -hmm. apparently in the Senate where people are under <laughs> oath and it's supposed to matter. Right. Clearly it doesn't. So we only have two outcomes, right? She's either lying or she's telling the truth. If she's lying, you have the full force of the FBI. You could have looked into it, right? This is what I mean. I don't know how we're supposed to have faith in anything because here's all I know. I don't know if Kavanaugh did it or not, right? Right. All I know is is that somebody came into court and said these things, right, under oath. And to me, he shouldn't be a Supreme Court justice. But, you know, th this is why I think everybody's always confused, right? It's not a game, right? It, you can go to jail based on someone's words. That's why that should have been, you know, groundbreaking that somebody was in a Senate hearing saying those things. Right. Because if we were trying to defend him in court, that would be a problem. Yeah. What she was saying. We'd have to dig through her facts and her hit and the calendar and the thing, you know, he was talking and, about drinking beer and all that shit. But like, we would have to see, like, was he there? Is this possible? Because right. guess what? If the jury believes her, he's going to jail. Exactly. And that that's the, the okay, so the statute of limitations is probably run. <clears throat> maybe it depends if, well, you right. be that's why i said probably you gotta be careful right that's why Some i said probably because i'm not anymore. sure <clears throat> like pa is like 30 and, years and that's the other thing God, again we practice in pennsylvania okay yeah, yeah. but every state has different laws yeah. okay so a couple of things number one always make sure you know the law okay i cannot stress this enough lack of knowledge ignorance the fact that you did not know that something was the law yeah, it's, it's not, not a defense. defense. No, no, no. Okay, the law is going to say we don't care. <clears throat> there are especially things like guns. I see this happen all the time with guns. Is that, you know, Delaware has a certain law of how you can carry your gun. Oh, you yeah, may not yeah. need a license. And then, different. and then, right, you come from Delaware where you live, where you don't need a license to necessarily have your gun. And you travel into our state, into Pennsylvania, and now you're breaking the law and you don't even know it. Yeah. You get pulled over for any dumb reason. Cops are trained to ask, do you have any weapons in the car? They almost always ask that question. And because you think, well, look, I'm from Delaware. I know I, I don't need this license. You tell them, yeah, I have this gun. It's registered to me um, and it's in the car. Great. They go and get it. And now you're 
in trouble because you don't have a license. Because in Pennsylvania, you have to have the license in order to be transporting it back with very few exceptions. Absolutely. So just by not knowing the law, I have seen people screw themselves. They they like were trying to do well and then they didn't know that they were breaking the law. And now it's yep. my job to tell them that the law doesn't care because it was written down. You could have looked. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of I've been wanting to tell our viewers this for a while. Here's just from a couple of cases I've handled recently. I'm I'm going to make this as plain as day, right? If you're going to buy a gun. Okay, and you have to fill out the background check form, which everybody does. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, and you don't have to listen. You might think you're smarter than me, but eventually you'll call us. I'll represent <laughs> you. If you've been charged with a crime in your past, felony or misdemeanor, you're going to jail if you fill that out without calling a lawyer. I'm just going to warn you, okay, because we see it all the time, and here's what i'll tell you there's a question on there and it, uh, i don't know it verbatim but it basically right. says have you ever been convicted of a misdemeanor or a felony that you could have done uh, more than in a year, year in yeah. prison right you don't know this <clears throat> i'm gonna say that again you don't know the answer to that okay because you may have been charged with something stupid and got probation right a stupid misdemeanor theft something right an m1 Okay, mm -hmm. and you're like, man, I got probation for two years, so you go to buy a gun 20 years later because you don't care because I didn't do anything wrong. I've never really been in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then you fill out the form, and then you get a call from whatever county you're in, some detective who says, yeah, we have a problem, right? Because you lied on that application. Now, you may not think you lied, right? Because, oh, it was just a mistake. And that goes right into what he just said, right? You don't, there's no room for mistakes, okay? <laughs> right. There's no room for error. There's no room for I didn't know. The fact that you filled out that application is your intent, right? You signed it. It tells you if you're if anything's wrong on here, you're basically held not for perjury but false, you know, statements, false statements. to authorities, which yep. is really kind of the same thing. <clears throat> you will be charged with a felony and a misdemeanor, and you will lose, and you will call us, <laughs> and I will have the unpleasant conversation with you. There's no defense. No, there's not. There's you, sign, you signed your name no at the bottom. Defense, right? <laughs> like, You're going to tell me, I didn't know. I don't have a felony. <laughs> I hear that all the time. I was never convicted of a felony. Then I have to explain to you why you're still wrong, right? You're going to, we're going to argue about this for your entire case. You're going to think that I can probably convince a jury, which listen, I'll try. I'll try to convince them that this is unfair. I will not be the first lawyer. I'm not the first lawyer. I won't be the last. No. There's been many lawyers who've challenged this. They've taken it to Supreme Court. They've lost every single challenge. You will lose, right? You probably won't go to jail. I'll, I'll say that for Pennsylvania. Probably, depending on your prior history, right? If it truly was a mistake, they're not going to look to ruin your life. But yeah, clearly, your pr probation is probably clearly, how it's going to wind up. If you're found guilty of the felony, you can go to jail. Okay? Can, it's a felony. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, right. you can. That, this is a long way to say, right? If you're going to buy a gun, you've been convicted of a crime, call a lawyer pay them a couple bucks right it'll be worth have it. them answer your question <clears throat> hey i was charged with this 20 years ago does it prevent me from buying a gun pay them two three hundred dollars right. whatever their time is because guess what it's a lot more when you get arrested yeah go go over that questionnaire with an attorney i would suggest that um that, that's, that's great advice you're right that is one we get all the time i've seen i think it's unfair right i'll give you my <clears> opinion <throat> i think it's complete bullshit okay they're really it's like a trap question 
but I'm telling it you is. this. It's, it's, written, it's written wrong is the problem. I agree. Like, it's and written kind of weird. And honestly, this day and age, like, you can't just check a box. Have you been convicted of a crime? You can't check a box and they can't run your background? Like, it's fucking <laughs> right. insane. <laughs> right. Okay? I, I read the Supreme Court case. There was some logic in there, like, if we leave it on, you know, the state to do the background check, people are going to slip through. Well, what the fuck? No, they don't. We get every background for every client we've ever had. So, like, you can't come up with a system where there's people don't slip through the cracks like it's but here's what i'm gonna tell you all my personal opinions they don't fucking matter <laughs> no, you, they don't. right i'll tell you this on the phone i'll tell you how much i disagree with the law and how much i hate the fact that you got charged i will then quote you a price and i will have to represent you because there's you don't have any other option so listen we like to give free advice that's my for this week that's my advice okay call us call anyone please call a lawyer don't call us when you get arrested well, well that's not late. true. <laughs> call us when you get arrested, but don't call us and ask us why you got arrested, because I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it, Johnny and Amber. Oh, my God. <laughs> Johnny and Amber. We've wanted to talk about this forever. Weeks. <clears throat> I Listen, here's... <laughs> man, what a trial, first of all. Man, she was lying. Like I just, I, I don't know. I mean, can I, can I say this first? Can I say this first? Because I've been I've been waiting to hop on this one. Because like, I do not like to talk shit on other attorneys. <clears throat> I don't like to do it because our practice really is about personal style, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. the reason, especially litigating attorneys, right? Like the yeah. reason why we get paid is because we are great talkers. That's essentially what you're what you're True. paying me for. You're paying me to spin a story. That is convincing. Yeah. That's what. That's what. The better I am at at it, then the more money I can command, right? Yeah. Um, but as I say I don't like to talk shit on lawyers. But it's cringeworthy when lawyers aren't up to par, and then you put them on national television, and you can see the difference of like attorneys struggling to even ask questions. Yeah, that was just from any any attorney who's ever been in court i mean her inability to respond to an objection for weeks was one of the (laughs) most like listen you might have a bad day maybe you don't know why they objected so that's why you go home and you look over the rules again or you do something to refresh your own mind so you're like okay i get why they're doing all right here's going to be my response tomorrow i mean there was times in the trial where her response was legitimately judge i can ask that well, you can if somebody objects. <laughs> and if you don't have an answer, no, you can't. Yo, and I've told you, <clears throat> I've told you many times throughout that, watching that trial, I pointed it out to you. And I was like, Dave, if I ever see you do this, I will come up there and I will kill you myself. <laughs> Unbelievable. You do not ask the judge for help. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As an attorney, we run that room. Yeah. All right. The judge keeps us in line. They tell us, you know, like okay, you can't do this, you can't do that. So yes, they're like the parent, I guess. But outside of that, the judge is really just there to kind of like hold us in within the rules. They're a referee. They're not there to help the lawyers. But imagine you're in the like, the way I see it, that's a great analogy. It's like it's like a boxing, you know, the, the two lawyers are boxing, right? Absolutely. And when one lawyer starts pummeling the other, 
And that lawyer then turns to the judge like, well, can you can you help me? Do you yeah. see them keep punching me in my face? And that's how I felt like Johnny's team was doing to her. Judge, they, were just, they won't even let me ask the question. Right. Like they were mashing her. That reminds me because I've wanted to, the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my entire life was when she responded and to I mean, she could not get the question out. It was objection. She had no response. Objection sustained. Objection sustained. And she said, judge, I'm trying. And then the judge said, well, then ask her how she knows that the judge had to tell you how to ask a goddamn question to get over the objection. It was bad. On national television, I would have said, you know what, judge? I think I'm over my head here. <laughs> my partner or one, other, my, one of my other colleagues are going to ask questions because I don't have any fucking idea how to do it. And it was... It didn't help that Amber's story was trash, and we'll get into that. But yeah. like, I, I just wanted to take a minute to kind of point out how unprepared she seemed. Now, I don't know that she was actually unprepared. I don't know yeah, I don't if know. it was just the fact of like maybe she got nervous, maybe. And like sometimes when you get as an attorney, when you get out of your groove, you can get flustered, oh, yeah. and then it can get hard to kind of get back into it because you have to be able to respond in the moment. And I think maybe she just got kind of flustered. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, she couldn't. She couldn't seem to pick it back up. No, nah, man, there was there was too many problems. I, I mean, whatever. I don't like to talk bad. I, listen, I don't. I'm going to tell you guys firsthand. If I was on national television, I don't know. I might forget how to ask a question. I don't know for seven weeks, <laughs> right? Right. I don't know six weeks into the goddamn trial, I would still be nervous. Day one on national television, I might be like, man, this is a lot. We got to, you know, let's stay composed. But, dude, six weeks in, you're, you're telling the judge, I'm trying. I'd be like, it's been six weeks. Every, every objection sustained. Was, if Judge Strenfall was up there, I'd be like, sustained. And I know you're trying. To, Try was, harder. Yeah, it was kind of hard to watch. It was kind of hard to watch. I but felt, I kind of felt for a little You know, bit. the case <clears> itself, <throat> I mean, you know, there's not much to say if you watched it. And you actually paid attention. I'm not even talking about Johnny Depp's story. Listen, he his lawyers did a great job coaching him. Or I, wrong use of verbiage, right? Lawyers don't coach their clients. Yes, prepping, you, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Prepping him, right? Prepping him. Like here's here's what we're gonna tell them, right? You did drugs, okay? Because that seemed to be that seems to be Amber Heard's fucking whole story, right? Is he's right. a drug addict? But the guy got up there for two days and told you all the drugs he did. I Correct. do drugs all the time. I love drugs. Okay, great. Like, he told you that. And then he painted a picture that made sense. Right. Right? Right. Things weren't always good. I'm a drug addict. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right? She's abusive. Here's evidence. And that was the end of their case. Like, it wasn't... Right, right. This wasn't rocket science. I think the, I think the difference between the two cases to me was that uh, Johnny, <clears throat> when he told his story... It was the whole picture, right? Yeah. And when you tell a story, you have to tell the whole picture because it has to be able to make sense, right? And Correct. so he knew not to leave out the bad things. And what people tend to do when they come to court and testify is they try and tell uh, only the, the bad stuff. things that that the other party did. God, sorry, but they never say the bad things that they did. And that's what I meant. They try and to tell the good do stuff, that. and that's what Amber did. And then. Her story, when she told hers, it was literally, I don't think she ever said or mentioned or admitted that she did one bad thing in the marriage. Like, ever. God, I, I, listen, I've never been married, but, like, I do know that if you have this many bad days, you had to play some kind of role. <clears throat> you, well, you could not have also, been perfect like, through it. 
you know, there's nothing makes sense. We've talked. I mean, you and I, we we watched this trial as much as we could, right? Which it was fun. I'm not gonna lie. In between <laughs> doing shit, we'd have it on at the office, whatever, right? Because you know we're lawyers. I don't know what else to tell you. No one else probably found it fun, but right. I mean, the shit that we found fun was things like you know everybody around her did drugs. Her husband, her sister, her friends, her dad. <laughs> but yet, she was the one, what, trying to stop Johnny from doing... Like, everybody around you is doing drugs. Right. That means you were doing drugs. Well, that's a reasonable... Okay, plan. like, listen, I'm not saying that if it's <clears throat> one time you go to a party with your friends and everybody's doing drugs, that I'm assuming you did drugs with them, okay? Because it's very probable you said, I'm not doing this shit, and you leave, or you're like, this, right. you guys are messed up. Right. You wouldn't go back to JJ's party then, right? Hey, I'm having another party this Friday. You guys going to be doing drugs all day? Yeah, I'm not coming. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> right. But everything she told us throughout the entire goddamn story, like my dad was doing drugs with him, my friends, her friends got on the stand. But she would just kind of casually slip it in, though, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what made it so weird, is that she would be telling the story, and on the one hand, she tells a story about how Johnny asked her dad for his hand and, or, you know, for her hand yeah, in marriage. Yep, yep. And she was like, my dad was there. It was a great day. It was the happiest day of my life. And then three minutes later, she was telling the story of how her and her, or her dad and Johnny were at the wedding reception yeah. <coughs> doing, doing drugs. drugs the entire time. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, wait, 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 wait. If your dad is a drug addict. How was this back here when when he went and asked for your hand in marriage? Like, I mean, here's the now problem. I have a different way of seeing that because like, here's the problem. That dad's this. doing drugs like that. You know the problem, man, is there. This was an old school theory, okay? At least from what I gathered, from what they said, right? You see it, and you know I will be candid. I did a little research, not before this, but when George Floyd trial was going on, mm -hmm. right? If you notice in that trial, all they tried to talk about a lot, right, was that he had fentanyl on his system, man, and that, you know, he was drinking or whatever the fuck was in his system. Like, mm -hmm. it mattered that somebody killed him live on right. television, right? Right. But that is an old school tactic that they used in a lot of cases, okay? Mm -hmm. What they try to do is they, you know, basically drugs always has a bad stigma, okay? Right, right. So what they always try to do is convince the jury, one this person's a drug addict, right? Because then, because you view drugs so badly, you just assume that everything else going on has to be true, right? Like, every, like you're at fault for everything no matter what happened. They even right. tried to do it in the goddamn George <clears throat> Floyd trial, right? Yeah. That's why he's, you know, he's got fentanyl, and fentanyl, you know, fentanyl's like the huge kicker right now. You right. say fentanyl, everybody's here, oh my God, fentanyl. So that's why they kept bringing it up. Fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. That's why I killed him. Well, yeah, good defense. That worked, right? <laughs> right. And the same thing worked for Amber Heard. And if you notice in her story, she even tried to, like, spin her own shit, right? You're trying to vilify Johnny. He's such a drug addict. And then she's like, you know, we were at Coachella, man. And, you know, I was around the fire. And we took mushrooms because that's just what... No, bitch. Then you're a drug addict, too. <laughs> like, you don't have it both ways when you're in court. If he's a fucking monster because he does drugs, you don't get to take drugs for fun things. Right. Right? Like, I mean, it, I, and I think that, like, she hurt her own case so badly because she tried to act. She, uh, to me, she tried to come off as a saint. And yeah. It's like, listen, you don't have to be a saint to be abused. Like, you could still be a victim. Like, Johnny could still have done some of these things, 
but you need to tell the truth because it leads her, it always led her to saying outlandish things like he might have raped me with a bottle that may have been broken and yeah. i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know until i saw the picture like just recently <clears throat> like there's too many things man like for example hey man do you do you want 10 grand all right, I pledge that I'm going to give you ten grand. Oh my God! The hey, pledge versus. So Jay, the other day I pledged to give you ten grand. You got Donation. that ten grand, right? <laughs> no, Dave, you never gave it to me. No, no, I pledged it, so uh, you got it. Like, I hate, I hate when, like, people think they're winning that kind of battle, and you're going back and forth with an attorney, right? And we we tend to know the good attorneys tend to know that you're like making an ass of yourself. So I like tend to play that up right so like um and i i won't bring up the case but like essentially i remember where like people were arguing over like what, words what words upset. yeah and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> and so like it was a fun that was a fun case watching amber that. was trying to say like well pledge is the same exact thing as donation and we all know that that's not the truth well the, here's the problem I don't care what you think in your own mind, right? Because this defense attorney went a little bit further and said they never actually got their money, correct? And she said, I pledged it to them. That's where you're just an asshole, <laughs> right? Because the answer to the question, no matter what you think in your own head, is no, they never got the money. Correct. No, they did not get the money. And no pledge and donation don't mean the same shit, right? I pledged it. I didn't give them the money. Why didn't you give them the money? Uh, because I got sued and I need the money for lawyers. Guess what? Everybody believes you. Right. It's over, and the defense attorney moves on because you answered the questions correctly. Instead, you got to spend 10 minutes arguing with an attorney over what pledge and donation mean. The whole world knows. What the hell do you... like? <laughs> and so, all you did, is, all she did is make herself not credible. Because exactly. Because now, if you can't be honest about this, and this doesn't even really matter. It doesn't matter. This, and this it has literally no, doesn't matter at all. Right, and this is how we win. In criminal world, this is how we win. Yeah. Because people want to fight with me about everything, and I wait for it. Yeah. Like Because what they don't understand is that I know everything you've said. Because I've read it, yeah, exactly. I've looked at it. Before we come to court... I have read your statements over and over and over so much so to the point, not only do I know when you said it, but I know where you said it because Correct. you have told the story multiple times. Yep. I already know when you've changed a hat to a scarf, the color. I know like I know all yeah. of that in my head already. And the problem with telling a story that's too detailed is that you will never be able to tell the same exact story the same exact way. And all I do was I'll listen and I'll say, oh, I heard something that changed. <clears throat> and then when you won't admit that that changed. Yeah, you look. Now like you look bad. Exactly. Right. And so, like, a lot of times people just need to go ahead and say, oh, you know what? I made a mistake. You know what? Maybe I did say that. It, it's, it's okay to say you don't know. Yeah. To say you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't make shit up because I'm going to bury you with it. That's And that gets back to, you know, <clears throat> that gets back to her lawyers. I mean, I just can't believe they didn't anticipate that. I can't believe. I just, I don't know how that even happens, right? And also, Amber Heard, like, I don't know what you thought you were going to accomplish because this whole case is your credibility. Right. And you've said things that already don't make sense, right? Where we need to believe everything you say to believe right. what you're telling us. 
And if you paid attention to her testimony, there was many things contradicted, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you had cops come in and testify that things she was like, there's too many holes in her story. And at the end of the day, the jury turned around and basically said, <coughs> we don't believe a goddamn thing that you said. Right. Because they didn't find for her at all. Okay. And I don't want there to be any confusion about what the jury found. They found that uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer put out a statement that was defamatory, right, on his behalf. So it's really not even Johnny Depp who did it. Okay. Now it'll come back to him because right. it was an agent of him. Right. But they also found for him completely, which means that they believed everything she said was bullshit, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. And I think it's the right decision. I watched it. I watched. Not the entire trial, because listen, I didn't have seven <laughs> weeks to sit around. But I watched the important parts. Her testimony <coughs> and his testimony. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they made the right decision. I don't know. And she keeps making statements where, like, her, she needs to be advised again. Yeah. Like, she keeps saying, what does this mean for the Me Too movement? It means tell the truth. Right. And people will believe you. That's right. what I want to make sure everyone understands. We're not sitting here telling you we don't believe victims, right? Or that you shouldn't be able to tell your story or you should have to worry about someone like Johnny Depp, you know, because he has money and power that he could smash you down in court. Here's the problem. The whole world watched this. And if you went online or you looked at any social media and the jury, they all thought you were lying. Correct. So that's what that means for the Me Too movement. It means you shouldn't be able to lie when you come into court. End of story. That's right. Guys, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. Like uh, we said last week, you only get two, you only get about minutes. 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm, we can't sit here all day. So, listen, like, subscribe, share with your friends. That's about it. Till next time. Catch you next week. Peace and love. Stay safe. Right now fighting justice. The pain is big and small. We want our mom. Please confront us. Questions on the law. JJ, who you call? Come and get your justice. Fight, 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 fight. Fight for justice. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, whoa, we keep on fighting. Wanna know the